Yo, 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 what it do? Baby. Yes, sir. The boys are back after a two-week layoff. We got a lot of things to say, including our trip to Texas, the commotion, the ride back to the hotel, and much more. So let's get straight into it. Welcome back, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. It's Sunday, 12.45 p.m. It's another episode of the Gentleman's Hour podcast. <laughs> it's your boy, Emmanuel, alongside you, <laughs> alongside me. Like always, my boy. DC, we haven't been in the studio for a minute, but... It's been two weeks. We're back into it. So let's explain why we haven't been in the studio for two weeks. Uh, chaotic events, chaotic events. As we uh, told you guys... And we were very excited for until, you know, reality hit. Uh, we went to Texas, you know, caught the Canelo fight versus uh, Billy Joe. Billy Joe Saunders. Uh, the flight there was perfect. Let's uh, explain the story, you know, from the beginning. Like the line came from the beginning. All right. So, um, you know, usual uh, thing, the usual routine. Pack the bags, make sure we have everything, and then fucking got to the airport. So basically, he spent the night at my house, right? Because our flight out of Chicago was at like around eleven. Something like that. And uh, we got to the, to Texas like around one fifteen ish. No, the flight, <laughs> the flight took off at one fifteen. We got there like at three forty. Oh, I'm so sorry. Then what he said. Anyways, uh, we're trying to uh, include new like social media into our podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was in charge of the TikTok for the the. Arrival, I guess, at the airport, and then you know that that was like it was fun recording it. He, you know, he'll tell you what he went through to we, we, publish it. We did the usual, well, my tradition when I go to an airport, I always buy like a book, ended up buying three books, and then we we spent time reading reading a book. You know, trying to like like we always tell you guys and in, into the mind like it's time to develop yourself as a as a person if you want to be successful. You know, so we've been on our shit on that in that sense. Um, we get to Texas. And we, Danny told me that we had a shuttle bus, right? <laughs> Man's trying to get us to the wrong shuttle bus to go to the wrong hotel. There's so many damn shuttle buses. Like, like it was so, like, confusing. And then I finally called the hotel, and they're like, yeah. After I found the number, right? No. On the board. Of course I did. So um, I called the hotel, like, yeah, like, we're staying at this place. Um, is like you guys said that there was a shuttle bus from the hotel to to the, <laughs> to the, <Hyatt laughs> to the hotel. I'm laughing because there was a Hyatt in front of us. <laughs> it was a, it was a Hyatt Regency. Yeah, and, and like, I told him, it, I told him, hey, that says Regency, not place. You told me place, right? So, so uh, not the same thing. <laughs> so we call and then they're like, yeah, we'll pick you, we'll pick you guys up. And it took like 20 minutes. I'm like, fuck out. Like, when's Mason showing up? But he finally showed up, and then dude the from the hotel to uh or from the airport to the hotel was like, like five what, minutes five minutes but i was like you wanted to fucking walk to the hotel it was like a sh- like we went through a highway and everything it was, it was crazy but we got there um it was cool you know we settled down oh and then uh you fucking I finished the tiktok uh jump, editing on, jumping on the bed took um, three takes <laughs> wink wink i don't know it did take you three takes but yeah, something like that yeah and then you know settled down got changed for the fight um, Man was like confusing myself, right? I was like debating whether or not to take the actual outfit that I brought for the fight. Yeah, that's what I'm going. Oh, fuck, I'm going to tank top. No, it, b- before we even left, we were like, "What are we gonna eat?" And then keep in mind for those of you, for those of you who don't know, Texas is basically open now, but there's still a lot of places that didn't offer dining. So we're like, "Damn, like what are we gonna eat?" So at at the end of things, we decided on Wingstop, right? Well, yeah, we went to we wanted to go to Wingstop, but Wingstop. Obviously, he was going to show the fight. So then our Uber driver's like, oh, well, there's Raising Cane's, there's a taco place. And then we went to the taco place. Shit. Huge line. I'm like, God damn, all these freaking Mexicans in here. Yeah, and then Buffalo Wild Wings was another option, but obviously that wasn't happening. So we ended up at Raising Cane's. Um, dude, the food was cheap. The food was very dude, cheap. Dude, I don't know what possessed me to say, because my food for the first time was cheaper than your food. By a dollar. Hey, but it's cheaper. And I was like, is this the right price? Because it came out to $7. And, you know, people from Chicago, we were, we were accustomed to paying $15, $20 for one meal. I'm like, damn, I'm about to eat three meals in this bitch. <laughs> yeah, so that was, that was pretty cool that the food wasn't as, like, um, like expensive, I guess. It was definitely, like, 
It was great food, though. I mean, you can't go wrong with Cane's. Um, so then after that, we walked. It was like, what, a 20-minute walk? Today? Yeah, you could, you could see the stadium already, right? And Danny's like, yeah, yeah, all you gotta do is walk to the stadium. I'm like, oh, really? So then we ended up just following the people because, man, no, right, we, we couldn't cost to people's properties. Nah, dude, Texas is so big for no reason. <laughs> for real, you need a car. You need a car to, like, get around. Yeah, um, but we walked towards the stadium. It wasn't um, that much of a long walk. Um, and then, you know, the the amount of people, obviously, with COVID, um, there wasn't... Obviously, we haven't had any live sports or, like, events like that. And just to see, like, a crowd of people, it was, like, something like... It was cool, and then, like... No one had masks. I felt like we, we went back into time, right? Yeah, it was, and it was, like, very, like... Surreal. Just, yeah, like, the, the banners up there. I was like, dude, you see that big, YouTube? that big-ass stadium, too. I was like, when I walked, I was like, dude, this shit looks like a Cowboy spaceship. Stadium. Oh, it was in Cowboy Stadium, for those who were wondering. Um, um, but let's get into it, right? So, like, we get into the stadium, blah, blah. We get water. Everyone was, like, chanting Mexico already, like, bringing their flags. Like, yeah, and yeah. Not the vibes, every, the everyone, vibes were... Yeah, everyone wasn't even there yet, and... It was already loud. Um, we get our water to get into the stadium, get our seats. Um, yeah, so my dumbass, because it was our first event, right? Like our first live event for a fight. And I didn't know how to act. <laughs> so I was like recording every freaking fight. And I'm like, oh, let me get the reaction. And then you would hear the oh or the ah, you know. By the time the main event showed up, which is what I wanted to watch, obviously, and record, my phone was at 4%. Now, given someone's phone service was complete trash so i had to turn on my mobile hotspot since the beginning uh so yeah my phone died because of that we watched the fight danny had to record for me and then uh well i yeah. told i told him i was like i so when we got to the stadium like nothing was uploading so i was like yo can you turn on your hotspot he's like yeah for sure because i'm a good cousin so he did that and then we got into the stadium and like 10 more minutes into like into like the like the what is it like the, the fight before the combing, I was like, uh, like, you can turn it off, don't worry. And then you were like, no, 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 like, you're going to use it. I'm like, bro, I, I don't need it anymore. And then he's like, no, you're going to use it. Like, don't worry, bro. I, I Like, my phone's at, like, like, what, like 80, 80% and shit like that. So I was like, no, I'll turn it off. He's like, nope, you're going to use it. I was like, all right, fuck it then. But what did you say? What was that one thing that you said that I said? Like, do you know who I am? So, like, my, yeah, my dumbass said, like, oh, do you know who I am? Freaking use my, my yeah, hotspot. But, um, you, you yeah, man's uh, regretted it towards the end. But, uh, so then, my, keep in mind, I charged my phone to 100% uh, before we left from the hotel. So then, you know, the fights came on. Um, I was recording. The crowd was, like, freaking electric. Um, every time they showed Canelo, it would just be like, oh, and, like, just, just, like, exploding. Uh, when they showed Billy Joe Saunders, I'm, like, they were just booing him. Yeah, Danny was going crazy with the fuck you. I was like, damn, bro, relax. Nah, relax, relax, relax. That was, uh, that was you. <laughs> we'll get into it because, so, obviously, 73,000 plus um, people. There was going to, well, I mean, you know, it's kind of implied, buddy. <laughs> so, I was like, so, obviously, the UK government doesn't allow people to travel. But I was saying. Some of these Brits found their way here. So, I was, I was like, there's no way. There has to be, like, a couple hundred you know, right? That's what I thought British too. people like in like in the states. So little did we know there was like a like a group of guys like a couple rows in front of us. They were just like freaking, and they were a section full of Mexicans, and they they did not care, bro. They did not care. They, they were, were flicking us off. They, yeah, they were just saying everything, everything, and yeah, then man's may or may not have been to a, talking shit. Yeah, he was going. He was going off on the. The the b the p word and everything, bro. Freaking, we we were here to set a good example, represent the gentleman's hour. But he said, nah, fuck it. Um, yeah, and then people just started like obviously, uh, having a few drinks drinks in them. You know, they started to you know yell and like uh fight with each other. Security had to get involved, and it you was, can find that on YouTube. It was it was freaking two fat Mexicans fighting. Yeah, and the, was, and the one who lost didn't deserve to lose. Um, so that happened. Um, so then, <laughs> after recording a bunch of stuff, the the fight uh starts. Um, the walkout was amazing. Pepe Aguilar. What, what did you Aguilar. think? What did you think of the Mexican national anthem? So I told you this in person, and I was like, "Bro, what the fuck is this? Do it again. Yeah. Do it yeah, again." Yeah, I agree. She was singing it too slow, mm-hmm. and my oh my gosh, I was so because I'm proud of as fuck being Mexican, right? My ass stood up. 
I freaking, you know how we do the Pledge of Allegiance, put your hand over your heart? So I did it the same way for Mexico, right? But instead of putting it on your heart, you kind of like do it horizontal, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. And so I stood up and I told this bitch as to stand up. And he well, said, the thing nah. I, I never put, like, whenever I sing the national anthem, I never, like, put my hand over Yeah, he my... took a knee. I did not. I, bro, <laughs> I did not. Oh, my God. Um... So, uh, yeah, I was, dude, I was so excited for the national anthem. I was like, dude, it's going to be freaking, she's going to blow the roof off. Which, yeah, like, she's props done it before. Her, props to her, like, obviously it was, like, everyone does it their own, but I, personally, I didn't like it. Yeah, she's singing too slow, and I was like, I like I know the lyrics to the, the na- national anthem, so I was, like, ready to sing it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, everyone else around us were ahead of her. I'm yeah. Like, what the fuck? I don't know who the, the one the one who sang the, the American, or the United States national anthem. The Star Spangled Banner. Mm-hmm. I don't know who no. she was, but she sang it way better than like. Angela. Yeah, I was like, oh, well, obviously, like I was like, it was, you know, better. But I just like. It's because the before fight, you don't want to go in there all mellow. Like you want to go go in there like, all fired up. Yeah, and... for me, the the national anthem just didn't. But do they it. saved but her. That, that, but that didn't take away from like you know the walkouts. Yeah, because the walkout was um with Pepe Aguilar, Leo Aguilar, and Angel Aguilar, and they oh like they had the dancers over there. It was like yeah. the like, fireworks. Well, not fireworks, like flares. I would say. No, it was, it was fireworks. fireworks. You you murdered. It was fireworks. Yeah, it was fireworks. Okay, well we're gonna agree. So, and then you know uh, that was electric. That was that pumped up the crowd. But Billy Joel came out first, right? And then we all booed him and shit. But then Canelo was actually on the stage, a uh, stage for like two long yeah. because by the time you started walking out, all we were doing was just shouting Canelo, Canelo, and stuff like that. They got in the ring. Um, they announced them, and then Bruce Buffer fucked it up too. Said it's time to par- like who's ready to party. Well, well, that's like, well, nah, 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 he said it's ready, like, let's get ready to rumble when they were in the ring. No, it didn't. Yeah. No, it didn't. I got it. Oh, no. I got it. No. I, yeah. Okay, we're definitely going to agree to disagree. No, no, no. Uh, okay, while he finds the clip, um, so, that, uh, then, what I always do, like, when we, so, when we went to go see, uh, Deontay, well, we didn't go see, like, the actual fight, we went to the theaters to see it, Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury. Every time I was a Fury fan, just saying. Like, when, when, when they're gonna start, like I always get like, like the when they ring the bell and just like start off. I like when I capture that, I was like, bro, this is freaking, this is crazy. Um, yeah. Anyways, so um, the fight starts. I don't think we need to analyze it, given that the fight was two weeks ago already, or was it a week ago? Two weeks ago. Week, yeah. Week ago. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So it was a week ago. Oh, he's oh. looking for the clip. Okay, fair play, fair play, fair play. So, you know, man, I, I mean, I was the one with the phone, you know, not, <laughs> not 4%. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I remember that, I remember that. So, um, yeah, the fight was electric, you know, he hit him. I got the, I got the, I got the uppercut. Um, you, you got the uppercut live? Yeah, I got it live, bro. Oh. That shit was, but I didn't get that, like, because I thought he was going to continue. But, Wait, um, so did you hear me when I said, when I called it? I don't know if I, I don't know if I caught the, 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 Broken or- orbital bone, but when he caught him with the uppercut, I was like, "Oh!" And then he went. Oh, back. the mouth with the mouth guard almost falling off too. That was I don't crazy. Think I, I don't think I caught that one though. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I regret. But recording midgets <laughs> fighting. But uh, it's a joke, everyone. God damn. Post fight, that's when the real party starts. That's when right? the real story starts. So we. Oh, got- before that, I did call the broken orbital as soon as they went to the side uh, down the corners. I said, "Oh, he's not coming out." Yeah, and keep on. We didn't have any like the corner, like whenever they showed like the corners, like when they're talking to them between rounds. We didn't hear any of that. No, we were actually like what section four twelve, mm-hmm. which was like four twenty. No, I'm just fine. Like um the bleachers. Yes. But I have amazing eyesight, so I can see everything. Um. So post fight, we're walking out the stadium. You know, we got people falling everywhere. Well, we heard the post fight interview, right? And then yeah, then we left. Yeah. So people were falling everywhere, and then. All, like we were, we were, we were in agreement because obviously a shit ton of people. We have to walk very far to get you know, like an Uber. Or, well, we didn't know that, right? Because no, we, I knew. Whoa, every sporting, no, every yeah, 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 Every sporting event, you have to walk away like from the stadium, like very far. So we walk all the way back to Raging Kings. Well, I want to get the fuck out of there because there were seventy three thousand people, drunk people, people who were high. We didn't know what the fuck. We're, 
to expect. And then it was 11.30 p.m. too, so we didn't know the crime rates there. Like, we were just some chai people. <laughs> so we left. We walked back to Raising Kings, which was, which was like a mile or two, like, from the stadium. It's like 20 minutes away. And, um... So, Getting out was a mission, though. There was, like, so many freaking people. We were, like, zipping, zig, no, zigzagging dude, everyone. We were, yeah, it was, I was you know, I was afraid that someone was going to see that we we're cutting them off. We're going, like, in front of them. Bro, I was like, bro, this shit is about to go bad. But, um, so we walk all the way to Raising Cane's. I'm trying to get an Uber, and then... My the, phone's dead. His, so, phone, his phone's dead already. Danny's phone was at 30%. Sure. Right? And... Danny, at this point, we're looking for an Uber because obviously I had no no battery for like the past two hours, and so we're sitting like at the gas station across from Raging Kings. Right? Oh, the Seven Eleven, the Seven Eleven, <clears throat> right? Seven Eleven. And uh, we're ordering an Uber, and I'm like, "Fuck, bro! Like, we're far, we're far from the hotel, but we stay there." And then we kept walking like on blocks because like there were still a lot of people there, and, and we were kind of like. Ske- like sketch, it was like sketchy where we yeah, were. Yeah, it was. And then we're walking, and then we see a car hit a lady. Holy shit! And then there's a crowd surrounding her. Like, bro. but it looked like it looked like the crowd's like gonna jump them, right? Yeah. And then as we got closer, we saw the lady who got hit, and she tried to stand up, and she was limping. I'm like, God damn. So yeah, so that kind of commits us more to like get farther, right? Because there was too much commotion even after like walking a mile or two from the stadium. So we we walk into like um. Maybe like three or four more blocks, right? And yeah, and yeah, so like uh, we had the Lyft app open at this point. I had to download that Lyft app. Yeah, the cell reception over there just sucked. And I was nervous. I'm like, damn, you had to use my hotspot. So like, yeah. And and we were trying to get a taxi cab. The phone number, like the phone, my phone. Yeah, so it wasn't working. So apart from the Uber and the Lyft, we. I actually tried to call a taxi. The taxi service was just closed. They, they didn't want to fuck with us. <laughs> and then we called the the hotel. And then oh, yeah, we called the like, shuttle. Oh, like, the shuttle only goes from the hotel to the airport. And, you know. And our sumari, Bro, we're like, fuck. Like, this is about to be so bad. So so, th- so then, yeah. So then his battery starts getting, getting lower. And I said, Danny, look, we're going to have to maybe walk this bitch or run it. And at this point, it's what? Like, 12.30, maybe 1-ish? Yeah. And I was like, okay, pull up the maps. I will never forget this in my life. It said 10 miles on the dot. <laughs> Three hours and 39 minute walk. And I said, look, bro, we're going to wait a little bit more. And if it if we don't find like a ride soon, we're going to have to run it. And so time went by. We did not find a ride. So what did we do? I told Danny, look, just remember the two streets that we needed to remember to like turn right or turn left, whatever, right? And then turn off your phone and then we'll turn, turn it back, back on. on, right? But now at the stadium, I drink a lot of water. And so we started running it because we had no choice because his phone dropped to 23%. And I said, oh, this is an iPhone. iPhone don't last nothing. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. We'll start running. So we start running and we pass a holiday in. And I said, oh, Danny, bro, I got to take a piss, bro. I'm not going to make it. So then I we, I go in and then I see the lady at the head desk and everyone has an iPhone at this point. God bless her souls, right? <laughs> and I said, hey, by any chance, do you have an iPhone charger? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she let us uh, use it. I forgot her name, but yeah. Um, so then Candace, Danny's, Candace. Oh, Candace, yeah. Look at you. Shout out to Candace. <laughs> Shout out to Candace. No, but, <laughs> but she's not the true hero. Right. So then, so then Danny, um, charging his phone, and I'm like sitting down, like closing my eyes, and Danny's like, "How can you be so calm?" I'm like, bro, what the fuck can I do? Right. And so, um, yeah. So Danny has the Lyft app open again, the Uber app open again, but at least we have our phone charged, right? But keep in mind, our flight out of Texas was at five right. in the morning. And it's currently like two thirty already. Like yeah, two, it was like yeah, it was like two thirty, right? And so I'm closing my eyes, right? And then I open my eyes and I see some some dude walk in, Korean dude, right? And he's walking past with a bag, like a DoorDash bag. And I'm like, oh, hopefully this guy is a DoorDash guy, right? Because Danny was like already like he I was, was stressed. I was stressed to the max. And like yeah, he did not want to talk, didn't want to joke around, and my eyes, I I don't crack under pressure at all. So then. So then I'm like, okay, if this motherfucker comes back out, then I'm like, I'm ask him. Hey, you know what? I shouldn't even say motherfucker. This guy's my hero, bro. And so, um, so good old Ben, that's that's what his name was, Benjamin. Um, he walks out, and I'm like, okay, this is my chance to ask him, right? And I just let him walk out the whole time. I'm like, fuck, bro, I need to ask him. If I don't ask him, I don't know how we're gonna get back. We're gonna have to run. And you know, I 
obviously me and my cousin, obviously he's like my brother to me, so I, I got to make sure that we both okay, right? So we can go back to Chicago and, of course, record for you guys. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> and so I'm like, obviously we don't know what the crime rate is in, in, in Texas, Texas, right? So I'm just, nah, fuck that. So I go after him, like, yo, like, are you by any chance a DoorDash guy? He's like, yeah. It's like, oh, dude, like, I know you just deliver food, but is there any chance you can give us a ride? And I, when I asked him this, I'm like, fuck, bro, hopefully he doesn't think he's just two beaners trying to <laughs> mob him, right? Mog, uh, mug him. And so he's like, oh, uh, how far is it? And then I was like, oh, just 15 minutes away. So then he's like, oh, okay, cool. So I'm like, all right, wait, hold on, let me just go get my cousin, my bitch-ass cousin. So then I run, I'm like, Danny, a la verga, vámonos. I was like, I was like, what the fuck, is he serious, bro, about to run? I was, I was like, I had no clue of this interaction or anything. I was like, bro, are we going to run? He's like, no, 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 I got it, I got it, I got it. So then we walk out, and then I see, like, cab services. I'm like, did this dude just finesse the cab or, like, a shuttle bus? And then he's like, oh, no, he's going to take us. I was like, who? And I see, I see the DoorDash uh, bag. I'm like, oh, uh, Manny, what are you doing? He's like, he got it, he got it, he got it. Bro, and then, like, the pressure or, like, the stress just, like, kind of went away. <laughs> it was, like, 5%. At this point, he, this man wasn't even talking. He wasn't joking around anymore after, like, staying at that corner for, like, 20 minutes. And so his phone at this point is already kind of charged, right? So we were okay. So then I ended up paying Benjamin, like, 25 bucks. He got us to the hotel. And uh, at this point, it's already 3 a.m. And this is not even... Like the end of the story. We thought it was. <laughs> we thought we said, hey, mission accomplished. Life for the a Marvel fucking uh, uh, <laughs> an end credit scene. Oh, oh, Post credit scene started rolling in. So, wait, before that, so I was stressed as fuck, but, and I'm, you know, I, I do boxing, I do jujitsu, right? So I'm like, you know what, fuck it. Like, I always eat good, so I'm going I'm to treat myself, right? So I ate a box of pizza, right? Small ass pizza, but whatever. Like, it was like, what, four slices? Yeah, like four slices. For something. 12 bucks? Yeah, I was like, Jesus God damn, Christ. fucking Texas, you fucked me. Well, the hotel, right? But then, uh, yeah, so I'm eating all chill. I'm like, yeah, fucking mission accomplished. I took a shower. I took a shower. And then, because uh, I don't like taking, I mean, I don't like going to sleep all sweaty and shit. Huh, huh. And then, you, then again, you did hoard the shower, so I couldn't really do anything. Right. So then, uh, For 40 minutes. So yeah, so Danny was downstairs at the lobby talking to the lady, who was quite beautiful, actually. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so then Danny kept calling my ass. I'm like, bro, my phone's been dead, bro. Let me charge my phone for a fucking bit, bro. So I took a shower. Called him like three times, like, are you coming down? I'm like, yeah, bro, Well, because his pizza was ready, and the lady was asking for him, so I was like, let me just call this yeah, dude. Yeah, no worries. And then, uh, yeah, so then I hopped on the elevator, and I just go and get my pizza. Nothing else happened. Uh, yeah, so I get my pizza, and then... <laughs> are you nothing, looking at me like, nothing else happened? Uh, no, nothing else happened, bro. Okay. Well, well am I missing us? No, no, I'm just saying, because then again, I wasn't part of this interaction you had with us. Uh, so, oh, our boy's going live. Um, but, uh, so, yeah... That shit, the that stop. We get up to the to the hotel room. My eyes just start talking to anyone. And then, uh, our flight. Keep in mind again. Reminder. Uh, leaves at five. So yeah, so we had to leave the hotel like what, like four twenty, yeah, four thirty, the latest. Yeah, because the plane started boarding at four thirty. Four forty five. Okay, fine. Um, but we weren't gonna get on the plane till four forty five. But um, I was like. I'm uh, not going to sleep. I'm I was like, I'm not going to go to sleep because there's no point. I might as well just sleep on the plane. And he goes, like, I'll just put an alarm. Wait, time out. Looking back at this, how stupid are we for trying to, well, for me going to sleep and not ready for it? That's what, I was like, I was surprised. I was like, we might as well just stay, stay up. Oh, well, you know me. So, fun fact, I, sleeper, I cannot, <laughs> I need to sleep. I get tired so easily. Like, if I, if you guys catch me after practice, trying to go watch a movie, I'll be ass. Oh, yeah, I don't snore, but, you know, I'll be sleeping, right? Oh, you don't snore? I don't snore, what the fuck? I right, show me, I mean. Keep entertaining the people while I find the clip. <laughs> oh, so then, um, yeah, so then, uh, I put an alarm, but, see, I made the mistake of trusting Danny. No, 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 whatever, whatever he says, whatever he says. Don't believe it. I'll, I'll tell my side of the story. Continue. And then, uh, so what I did mistakenly was change my alarm for my work alarm, right? So I put my alarm at 4 o'clock, I think. I don't know if you can hear it, but... That's me? No way. 
Holy shit. And, and I have proof, too, that was you. Oh, my head was like, fucking that's why. Okay, so, uh, where'd you leave off? Anyways, yeah, so I put my alarm. I changed uh, the board. He says that. No, no, I mean, it. I did, but it was for my work alarm. Oh, my. It was the Monday to Friday one, right? <laughs> Hey, but you said you weren't going to sleep, so I, I, just, well, I trusted you. I, 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 I trust you. You said you weren't going to sleep. <laughs> okay, fuck, fuck you. I, I trusted him. I was like, all right, fine. But something like, I was I was already stressed. So, obviously, my stress was <laughs> woke me up or some shit. <laughs> bro. Wait, wait, hold on. So then, so then the next time when I wake up, I wake up to Danny saying, bro, 5 a.m. Okay, now I continue. I was like, I, was like I, woke, I wake up, I check my phone. I'm like, bro. Look at the fucking time. He's like, uh, he wakes up. He's like, let me see. It's five ten. The flight leaves at five. Like the flight, the airplane is in the air at five a.m. It's five ten. That's when like reality hit. I'm like, bro, we gotta find, we gotta find like, so tickets now. So my my reaction was like, fuck, well we already missed it. So what can we do? So I might as well sleep in, right? So my went back to sleep. I'm nonchalant about it. <laughs> and I pissed off Danny. Well, I, 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 I know that makes you. I, I thought you were gonna help me find flights, and then and then I was looking for flights, and there was a flight. It was like it left at twelve, and then there's a stop. Oh, it left at twelve, and we would get here at Chicago at seven p.m. But there was a stop in Florida, which was the cheapest one. Hmm. But I was like, well, we already told them we were coming like in the morning, so why should like might as well just like we can't get there. We can, we're not gonna show up at seven p.m. So then I'm looking, I'm looking, and then there's I. I type in cheap flights <laughs> from Texas or from Dallas to to Chicago, and then I find an agency, and then I book the flight for two eighty five, for two eighty five each. And he didn't like that price, so then what did what did he do? No, he no, for no, more prices. No, 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 no. And then and then I I started looking at um I started looking uh I I type in the agency like is is so and so legit, and they're like oh no it's a scam this and that, and I never got the confirm I never got the t- I got the confirmation email, but never the tickets. And I waited like 10 minutes. I never got them. So I call and then I get a notification from Chase saying that your card has been declined. I'm like, geez, no, what the hell? So I called the agency. I was like, listen, I need, I need you to cancel cancel those tickets, decline it, whatever you need to do. But I don't want those tickets. And so then I quickly downloaded the United app and just purchased them through there. Cause like, For $275, $10 cheaper. Bro, I was... Well done. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. That's why I fell asleep. Fuck you. Oh. Not yeah, he he was all nonchalant about, it. and then our <laughs> flight left at seven, and this is already like six. Yeah, they have a stress, stress free life, brother. This is already like six, like six, six twenty, and I'm changing, I'm packing up, and it's like, bro, let's go, let's go. This guy's packing like we have like five hours left for our flight. Like, hey, bro, don't know. No, and then we we go I down. A little magical surprise in my suitcase. Oh, <laughs> he looked. He, oh, so, that yeah. Was, so I'm packing right, and Danny's all like. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I was out, dude, I was moving 100 miles per hour, bro. And I, we still left at the same time. Imagine that. And then, um, so, I find a random penny in my suitcase. I'm like, what in the fuck? And I look at him. I'm like, I'm like, hey, yo, did you have some fun last night? And he's like, he looked at me. And he didn't even react because his ass was being a bitch, right? The whole morning. So I'm like, all right, well, fuck. I, I don't know who this bro, is. Bro, I was, I was like, what the... I was confused. Yeah, I, I did. I thought it was someone like like that one lady from the elevator. I thought that was. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's, sure? that's why he took so long. <laughs> you sure? Yeah, I'm sure, bro. I'm, I'm faithful to, to my to my girl, bro. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, so then the dude who uh or the guy I should call him a dude. People in te- the people that we uh like that we were around in Texas, they were super nice, super chill. Um. The guy was like, yeah, we'll be there in five minutes. Don't worry. So we, like, we, we went through security. I got some cookies, too, just to freaking chill out. We went uh, we went through security. And the then, dog was Danny. Bro, that dog was, like, like freaking following. Like, oh, and you got patted down, too, right? By TSA? At O'Hare. Yeah, to leave. Yeah, because I had a freaking chapstick in my... They're, like, everything out. everything chapped ass lid, boy. I was... I had, they're like everything out, everything out. So I left the chapstick, didn't think it was going to do anything. And then they, they're like, oh, what's that in your pocket? I'm like, chapstick? And then they just patted my ass down. I was like, Yeah, they patted his dick down too. No. Where is it? <laughs> I'm fuck you up. Um, so. So, yeah. So then we get to the plane, right? So one of two people had fun on the plane. Mr. Danny here. No. Did not have fun. I, I went to sleep, so I didn't, like, I didn't care. Oh, oh. For a bit, right? 
Yeah, no, all three of us, like, mm-hmm. there's uh, three passengers, are, um, we were, we literally just sat down and then just freaking knocked out right away, and then, this I guy, got this guy, yeah, me, um, there was a girl to my right, and we did not speak, because, he doesn't like girls, anyways, uh, so I was talking to this guy who I met, uh, his name's Art, uh-huh. and, uh, he had a lot of the same interests that I did, so he started talking to me, and I, and I like, I love to talk. So we started talking about jujitsu for like an hour. We played a game of chess, which I fucking won because I'm goaded. Um, we talked about business, stocks, uh, movies, TV shows, all that shit. Um, and yeah, so I made a good friend out of that plane. Uh, yeah, we get to O'Hare again, and we we exit to the wrong fucking Terminal way. Or yeah, whatever, like yeah, yeah, the exit. And then um, our our ride was like, you're in the wrong fucking spot. I'm like, oh shit. Well, to cut the story short now, to end it, finally found our, our guy. I finished eating my cookies. Danny here was still being a bitch. And it wasn't until we get to my house where this man starts to crack some jokes. And now I'm no, like, bro, I let I me had, sleep. I had some good ass breakfast, bro. I said I had probably had the best pancakes, bro. Oh yeah, we had some pancakes. Bro, felt like heaven to my oh, and then it was what it what was it? It was like ham. It was like the the little stuff like ham and like avocado and like some other stuff. Well, you talking about motherfucking eggs? No, was it eggs? Yeah, I don't remember, bro. Eggs. But it was just bro that tasted like heaven. And then this man decided to finally fucking sleep. Oh yeah, so again. So then, I, well, shit. Let me sleep, bro. I had a stressful day. Are <laughs> oh, you had a stressful day? <laughs> so yeah, so then, um, uh, I was like, oh, okay, Danny, you want to fucking go home? You want to watch movies? Like, yeah, we'll watch movies. And I put on the do over, and then uh, I I remember putting it on, laying down, and then I wake up, movies over. I'm like, oh shit. Oh no, I woke up because you were laughing, yeah. and then I'm like, oh, and then next time I woke up, credits. I'm like, oh, that's a great movie, right? <laughs> So yeah, that was a eventful, and then I had to quarantine for a couple of days. But I mean, man's man's wasn't affected. <laughs> so ugly. But anyway, yeah, that was Texas. Fucking never again. As, at least with this guy, I'm never doing anything again with him, Mister Nonchalant. Um, yeah. So let's get straight into it right now because we already took a long ass time. But uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that story. That was our trip to Texas. Never again. <laughs> Never Texas. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's get into it. UFC 262. We're going to fucking speed through this shit. <laughs> so, yeah, we got Shane Burgos versus Edson Barboza. Featherweight division. We got round three knockout or TKO. But this one, okay. Well, first, shout out to uh, Jamie. For letting oh, yeah. us watch the fights at his house. Shout, shout out, out to the UFC ESPN Plus app. Of course, legally. Wink, <laughs> wink. Um. So yeah. So it was a TKO, but um, Ezen had a great performance, bro. Yeah. Round one, straight for kicks. I'm like, oh, that's gonna be. This fight's not gonna go the distance. Anyways, fast forward to uh round three. He hits up with a right hand, and <laughs> Shane, Shane, yeah. So Shane observes absorbs it. He kind of takes a couple steps back, and then all of a sudden his legs start falling apart. His controller died. Yeah, his controller died. Host migration. And so, yeah, and then he just fell back. And then Edson kind of boys, bro. He, he knew he was done, bro. Hey. He had to finish the job. Yeah, you super have necessary. to. Super necessary. And then, uh, yeah, so he kicked his ass, I guess. Um, but there's a disadvantage to Shane Burgos' uh, fighting style is he fought off a of boxing stance. Mm-hmm. That's why he was so susceptible to, to, to the leg kicks. But overall, Barbosa, great performance. I got my party right for that for that uh fight. Moving on, Tony Ferguson El Kukui versus um Benio Darius, lightweight division, 155 pounds. For you casuals who don't know there, uh, don't, who don't know about it, that's the division where Connor fights. Um, Habib fought uh all them bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that fight went to a decision, three rounds. Yeah, but, like, unfortunately, we all knew what was the result. Yeah, that was our safe bet. Yeah, I, f- I feel bad for Tony, though, like... Complete domination by Darius. Dude, but he showed hard. Oh, the ankle whole... I his mean, last three fights yeah, showed yeah, hard. Yeah. Got an ass-whooping from Gaethje in the stand. <laughs> Got a grappling dom- uh, ass-whooping by Charles Oliveira, who is now the champion, but we'll get into that. Yes, 
the champ is here. And then Darius just fucking kicked his ass. Like, he was like, like, like what Jamie said, Darius was just bigger. He was just oh yeah, beefier. Tony's like just stick, bro. Smaller mm-hmm. than both of us. Um, yeah. Uh, there was two submission attempts. Uh, Tony had the dark choke, and I needed him to fucking win from a big party, but he fucking lost. I I I wanted to trust Tony one last time, but after this, I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, never again. Fake man. Well, he's 37, so... Yeah. Well, then again, you know, T-Wood, but you gave him shit, too. Well, yeah, fuck him. Uh, Kill Hook, uh, on part, uh, on Darius's part, uh, he basically fucked up that, that, um, ankle, and, and good old Uncle Dana was like, yeah, that motherfucking ankle is like a golf ball, maybe yeah, a that baseball. Yeah, was crazy. So, you know what, uh, in terms of, like, heart... No one can question Tony. Yeah, for sure. He's already an all-time great. It's just mm-hmm. sad that it's ending like this first career. So, what do you what do you think is next for Tony? I I don't like to say it this way, but I think he needs he needs like a like a cherry picked opponent, I guess. Yeah. Because I mean, like I don't like that's this like by saying it that, and I don't mean it that way, but by saying it, like it just discredits everything he's done for like for his career and everything. But I, I don't like. I don't know. I just feel like Gage. Uh, I said Justin Gagey just you know just changed them the same way you know uh, Kamaru changed T Wood. So no, um, broke his brain. <laughs> so I you know <coughs> retirement is in question now, and also I I would say like one final fight, but just like ended, Cowboy. Yeah. Well, well, I mean Cowboy as well has been on the. No, he only has one one fight left, no matter what, I think. No, but I'm saying, like, he hasn't had a great, like, deal of success as well. In, in his recent fights? Yeah. yeah. So, Start with Tony. Thanks, Tony. <laughs> so, I feel like just one more, one more go at it, and then call it a career. Because, I mean, you don't want to, like, like, you, like, you've been Tarnish saying. Tarnish your legacy. Yeah. Tarnish, you know, CT starts to get in question. Well, they already questioned him before, no? Well, especially, especially with the Gagey fight, he just, uh, it was such a beating. Dude, with Tony... If you would have fought Habib, I at this point, bro, I don't, I don't see him. Like he's taking fight or he's losing fights against people he should have never lost. Yeah. Against, like, come on, let's be, let's be, let's be real. He should not have lost against Darius in his prime. Oh, for he sure. Not yeah, lost yeah, yeah, yeah. But Darius, no, no disrespect to him. Like it would have been a competitive fight still, but he's beat the likes of Kevin Lee, and more. <laughs> I just can't think of him off the top of my head. But um, and Tony has a family as well, so you know he's done what he's. What he's had to do in the in, in the in the organization, so yeah, I would so say just one more go at it. Win or lose, I think Dana White's on board with that too. Yeah, I'll I mean, talk to Uncle Dana. You you don't want to see like you said tarnish your legacy, or you know, ru- or ruin you know something that it's always been great. Right. Know? Uh, moving on. Uh, the championship, uh, title fight for the lightweight division, one fifty five again. Casual, that's where Connor fights, Charlie. that's where Justin Gaethje fights. Oh, before we start, um, uh, what the hell? Um, don't bite my finger. Um, Darius versus Gaethje, question mark? What's yes, that? yes, because he's the or, only or uh, it's uh, Gaethje versus Chandler, or or or, or Darius, Darius versus Gaethje. Chandler fights the loser of uh, Connor Poirier, and then the winner of Connor Poirier fights for the title. So here's how it's gonna go. It's gonna be Connor versus uh, Oliveira, mm-hmm. Poirier versus Chandler, which should have happened anyways, and then uh, Justin Gaethje versus Darius, and whoever wins between Darius and Gaethje gets the next title shot after whoever Charles fights next. Connor, <coughs> let's go. Sure. Anyways, <laughs> so yeah, uh, first uh, first round, Mike. Chandler had a great round. Dude, I was scared. Holy but, came out swinging like a mug. And I had to call the first round knockout. They should have stopped the fucking fight. Just nah, so I could be right. <laughs> just so I could be right. Um, yeah, so he came out the gate like a motherfucking bull, bro. Yeah. Like, a short little Mike Tyson. <laughs> but what pissed me off, you know, coming from a jiu-jitsu background, he needs to adapt. He needs to improve his jiu-jitsu awareness because he... Uh, he so Michael Chandler's a wrestler at heart, right? He's doing the same mistakes that wrestlers do, where, which is like, you you give your back, like you show your back to your opponent, and especially against Charles Oliveira, who's a freaking amazing submission artist. Yeah, yeah, that's incorrect, <laughs> incorrect move there, pal. And so Charles sees it, and I'm like, okay, thanks for this. Freaking yeah, yeah, but props to Chandler though. Yeah, no. Got out of that shit. So like, so 
using that as well, right? And he was in the deep body triangle. I personally have never been out of a body triangle, or maybe once actually. Um, can't remember though. Um, so yeah, so then uh, Michael Chandler literally rolls into the full guard, and I'm like, I was surprised that Charles even let that happen. But you know, you guys are sweaty. Mm-hmm. It's only first round, so you know whatever. Yeah, and at this point, out, Charles was already bleeding. Yeah, right? he caught him. yeah, he already got cut, and it was early in the round. So then, uh, Charles gets on his back again somehow. I forgot how, and the uh, Michael Chandler. Oh, that's how he, they got into the body triangle, right? That's how they got into the body triangle because Michael Chandler being stupid. Oh, he stood up and then, like he stood up and then he just slams him. Slams himself with Charles on his back on the mat, which just got the body triangle in deeper. And that's how they stood up, and then that's how that's when Chandler started whooping on, on Oliveira. Um, but yeah, I think number one, Michael needs to really, really improve his jujitsu awareness. Um, but yeah, uh, kudos to Charles. He, Dude, he, he got, yeah, he stood got... in there like that hooker was fucked in the first fight with Chandler. But you know what? This is a championship fight, and Charles shows no fucking heart after after this performance. I'm never gonna question his heart again because Charles has quit on the stool once. So after this, I bro, but he fucking respect. got it done, bro. And then and, and he got it done at uh Chandler's game too. Yeah, you said left hook for Chandler that it was gonna be over with, and it was the left hook for Oliver. Charlie Olive. So yeah, so it was nineteen seconds, and I was like, man, Charles might come out this round like a little bit more hesitant. That's this what man. I <laughs> so Charles, so Michael, uh, his his style is aggressive, right? He came with a straight right to the body, I believe, and he pulled out with his head up, and that's when Charles caught him with the left hook. And then every person in the UFC, well, not every person, but the majority of you guys fucking make the um, mistake of you guys get, like, stunned or, like, knocked. You guys want to get straight back up. Like, no, like like Nate Diaz said, you guys get knocked down and stay in your fucking bag recover a bit. Just yeah. fucking let them play in your car for a bit. Right, unless you suck at jujitsu, then like that case, I mean, shit. Well, I, I think it's more of like a flight or f- fight or flight mode at that yeah. point. It's so like, Chandler, yeah. yeah, so Chandler tries to stand right back up, and then <laughs> he woke up, he stands up just to get freaking hit in the face again. He starts to circle out like Chad Mini Mendes did against Connor, and then it was like it was basically the same shit except mirrored. And then um, so uh, Michael's like running at this point around the cage, and then Chandler, I mean not uh, Chandler. Uh, Oliveira hits him with a straight left or a, a left hook again, and then that's what finished him. And then play the window sound. Yeah, but I mean, then res- he- respect respect to uh, obviously both. But Chandler like also showed hard. Like the the dude just like he stayed in the pocket. Charles stayed in the pocket. It was a great fight. It was definitely a great fight. So yeah. So then uh, Oliveira does a Jose Aldo thing, which I also said. Yeah. Before the commentators, like, oh, he did, like, Jose Aldo, which is, he won, he got out of the cage and started celebrating with the fans, right? But then, um, I think this fight with uh, Oliveira winning, that's good for the UFC brand, because if, so, Chandler got the title fight off of one fight in the UFC, and he beat uh, Dan Hooker, who was coming off a loss with Dustin Poirier. If he would have won, that was his first fight com- coming from Bellator. So, technically, it was kind of like the Bellator champ versus number one contender in the UFC. So for the UFC, this is kind of good. Yeah, that the Bellator guys show, didn't win. Yeah, it shows like you know the level. The le- yeah, there's levels to this, and that the UFC is. But don't don't mistake me. Regardless of organization, Michael Chandler is is a world class, if not top five in the world. In, in yeah, but I, I top think, ten for sure. Well, well, like what's we'll wrong with like UFC uh, fans or like Poirier fans or, or the fact that Poirier fought so and you also you know mentioned this. Um, Poirier fought so many times, you know, to get that title shot. But you have Chandler who comes into the organization one one fight already gets the title shot. I mean, it kind of made sense though for that because it, it, it was it Justin Gaethje had had barely fought for the title and got slept. Dustin Poirier got slept. Well, he didn't get slept right, but he got choked out, all stupid too. Uh, Connor got murked. Uh, La Quinta got murked. Well, it went to a decision. So, all the top contenders had lost their title shots already. So, who was left? Well, Michael Chandler. Yeah, and true. you know what? And he, he picked up the call. So, it, it made sense. But had it not been like that, Michael Chandler would have never gotten that title shot. I don't think. Um, so, but yeah. there's there, I feel like the lightweight division, you know, it's always been the welterweight division. That's always been like, who is, like, well, well now it's solidified. It's always been Kamaru. But, you know, the welterweight division always has, like, you know, 
fights to see and fights to expect. But now the lightweight division, you know, is definitely now opened up and like. Yeah, it's not like. Well, it was never still with Habib, right? Because Habib was fighting often. When when people like Connor start fighting and they become champ again, that's when it starts to like hold up the division because that motherfucker only fights once a year. Um, but yeah, so never, I think Poirier. Yeah, I think yeah, funny. Um, Poirier should have been declared champion after knocking out Connor. The McGregor belt, and he will be defending the McGregor belt. Okay. Um. Yeah. So then that should. So he should have been champ just out of respect. Come on, man. Like. Yeah. But we'll see. July 10th, what happens, what goes down. Yeah, we'll be there live. Just kidding, because then I fucked my tickets. Thanks. No, well, I wasn't going to... See, I saw in the future, I was like, nah, because this guy's going to miss the flight, so might as well not get him, right? So now, let me hand over the position to my boy Danny here. He's going to bring the entertainment section, and why do I hear ringing in my ears? What the hell? Because I just smacked the shit out of you. Yeah, that's true. But anyways... If you guys didn't know, we are going to be talking about Spiral, the spinoff, the Saw spinoff. So, if you haven't seen it, just know. Spoilers ahead. Shout out to my boy, Justin. <sighs> finally, finally. But, like I said, spoilers. So, if you still haven't seen it, click away. Um, first reaction, Spiral. What'd you think? Uh, unlike my other friend, Justin, I actually enjoyed the movie. Uh, Mr. Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Mr. Rotten Tomatoes, man. Um, what do I think about the movie? Uh, you called it. There's there's always a twist with these certain movies, and mm-hmm. it definitely got me. I never saw. I mean, excuse me. I never saw the complete trailer, so I didn't know what to expect. So my initial guesses were wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, Danny ended up calling the the killer. He he called it out. I still haven't seen the trailer, so I don't know if the trailer was even shown. No. Um. Did I see the trailer? If the killer was even shown in the trailer? Uh, yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, I think his name was William. Uh, um, you know, I just recent, not recently. I think the the last time or when I finished the 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 which one, the the Saw franchise. I think it was John my Kramer. my junior year. So I I just binge watched the hell out of it, and then I obviously Jigsaw came out. I watched that. And, I still haven't seen it. Oh really? Um, it was pretty good. I mean, a lot of people didn't like. It. I, I've liked the Saw franchise. I, it, yeah, I've been a fan. I've even played the game. Right? Oh, for real? Yeah, it's scary as fuck. <laughs> so, dude, the the theme music always got me. I'd be like scared as hell, and then I started like overthinking things. But um, like he was saying. Oh wait, hold on. Before we start, we we went to the movies. Right, we got our tickets. This man started freaking out like he was oh, texting again, and he like he turned like yo yo yo. <laughs> <laughs> yo, please help me. And then, yo, shut the fuck up, bro. And then I took care of it. I had to grab my key. All I did was pull out the tickets and bada boom, bada bing. We had the tickets, man. It's freaking out. Goddamn. Uh, but like he was saying, um, there's always a... Where's my super soup? <laughs> uh, always. Can I get into... Hey, stop fucking hitting me. I'll fucking kill you, dude. Like Saw. But, uh... <laughs> oh, jeez. Um... What's it called? So there's always a twist with these movies. Like the killer never like makes him seem like he kills himself, or like the the killer like obviously fakes his death. Yeah, the, fakes his death. So he hey, hey, hey relax <laughs> child services. Uh, he fakes his death, and then that's like, and they never in the movie they never showed, uh, like uh him dying. So I was like, yo, it's kind of sketchy because they always show the traps. Oh, fucking facts, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're just saying that he got skinned alive. I was so confused. I'm like, wait, this one fucking died? He just went home. Yeah, well, he, this guy was like freaking, like already missing the plot. I, I had to explain to him, like, no, this happened, this happened. So, like, my suspicion of, uh, I think his name is William, but we'll call him Charlie because he had a Charlie tattoo. Uh, and his son was named Charlie. Quote, unquote. So, um, Charlie, like, he was always, like, he was suspicious. To me, it was the captain and then Charlie. And then, you know, obviously the captain died. Um, Daddy died, too. And the dad died. But that was towards the end. And I, I, I kept telling him, like, he's on the bottom of my list, but just look out for him. He's, like, super suspicious. And when he said, oh, my suspicion started when, like, oh, your father's the reason why I started doing this. That's when, like, nah, like, that's, I don't, I don't know, they just, like, it's kind of sketchy. So then, obviously, the final twist, they show that he was the killer. 
You know, like, what by Chris Rock, the comedian. But um, I really like the movie. Um, I think it's it was, it was the original plot. I feel. That, but a lot of people are saying it's just the same old same. Like they, I mean, it was like the same thing, but in terms of plot, they were, they were killing cops. Yeah. Crooked cops. Mm-hmm. And I, Chris Rock's character was the only clean cop. Cop. Well, which not is why really, he didn't die. Well, well not really. Because he, he, like, he, t- he told the kid who was Charlie, told him to be quiet, like, didn't, to not say anything. Remember? No, he only told him that because otherwise his partner would have killed him too. Because he was a witness. No, I know, but he's told him to, like, shut up, to not say anything. But he never, like, they never... Yeah, because he, ne- the ne- the ne- he turned them in. They turned in. Right, but they never came back. He never came back and, like, said anything to him. But that's not his job. Of course it was. Like, he should, like, he should have came back and, like, talked to the kid or something. Because he was so, he was surprised. No, because that's when Child Services got him. Child Services never got him. Yeah, they did. No, they didn't. Okay, well. But anyway, I th- I, I really enjoyed, I enjoyed Chris Rock's performance. I think that. Yeah, that's all right. I'll give him a B reading. Really? Yeah. Because there were some parts where, like, he was trying to, like, it was serious. It was like, oh, like, when you talk to um the wife, Boz's wife. Okay. And he was trying to be serious, and he looked at her. And didn't say anything. Try to walk away. I was like, what? I I really I enjoyed his performance. I think it, it was like, good for that type of genre. Like, that surprised like, me. That's exactly what I was gonna say. And he pitched the movie to the studio, so he's the only, he's the reason why this movie even came about. Um, so I I really enjoyed that the the um the movie. Yeah, well, the movie the the, performance. the the actors in it. I think uh gave a tremendous performance. Um, I don't know if you heard, but there's a trap that was um deleted because it was too gory. Did not hear this. Yeah, so the director was talking to you know he was giving an interview and saying yeah, the the MPA I think those are the people who like do the ratings. Uh, they said no, you gotta you got you gotta tone it down. But he also said because you I think he was the one that directed the first few Saw movies, the, the originals. He said that this movie was not the goriest of them of them all. The only reason why they they I guess it was like a little bit toned down was because of the actors and like. They were gonna drive in a lot of people. We kind of like an uppie in the beginning, right? Like, hey, is this a they... horror movie or is this fucking happy time? <laughs> yeah, but I like I said, I enjoyed it. Um, now my question is, does this open the door for more sequels, or does this is this franchise just dead? Oh, well, it definitely opened up the sequel because of how it ended. Right, but uh, Man uh, escaped. Are they gonna continue? Are they With now gonna Chris sh- Rock? Yeah. Oh, I would say yeah. They have to, you know. I would say so too, but like. But, you know what? If they play it smart, keep Chris Rock, like his character, alive in that universe, universe? I guess. Yeah. Have like two more movies like that with the same killer, mm-hmm. and everyone's just searching for this motherfucker. And then the final movie, Chris Rock comes back, fucking finds it, and just puts him behind bars. Saw 10 is in development right now, too. Oh, that's fucking dope. So, you know, they were banking on this movie. I really enjoyed it. Um, the soundtrack was, you know, on point. So. I, you know, personally, I think I've always liked the Saw franchise, so, um, yeah. definitely. Gen- Gentleman's Hour approves. Yes, sir. Um, Michael, jo- Michael Jordan was, uh, or, uh, quote-unquote, confirmed by uh, Don Cheadle to appear in Space Jam 2, but what a lot of people or what news sources aren't reporting are, are they're just saying that he will be in Space Jam 2, but Don Cheadle said he will appear in a way that you won't expect it. Ah, I'm some bullshit, huh? Okay, so the thing is, they're getting the Joker, the mask, like all those Warner Brothers properties, but they're not being played by their original um, characters. So this is probably going to be like a lookalike of Michael Jordan, or like a Michael Jordan on a budget. That's why I feel like a lot or of people... It might be like, like a, just a picture of him or like a flash. Yeah, so I feel like a lot of people... I mean, I could be wrong, um, but I feel like a lot of people are going to hate on that because they're not... They're, all these big news, sports, and like entertainment outlets... They're saying that he will appear, but they're not putting that. They're not putting that like quote. He will appear in a way you won't expect it. So it's probably like a like a bootlegged Michael Jordan. What if they team up? That'd be cool. Oh, huh? that'd be dope as hell. But I don't think so. I mean, LeBron, MJ. I doubt LeBron wants to work with an MJ. Yeah, I mean, LeBron wants to be in the spotlight, and then there's always that. He's not a dickhead though. I don't know, but the thing Competitive, is. Competitive, yeah, but not a dickhead. No. Venom two trailer. Oh, let's go. Yes, sir. I have been waiting for this. No more of this Black Widow bullshit. Quick, quick ah, thing. Quick. <laughs> Loki and Black Widow will be getting a sneak peek. 
And so their movie slash uh Dan's Black Widow, you wanna show the whole movie at this point or what? That hasn't been untouched, but they will be showing it at the MTV Awards tonight and nine eight central. So Sunday, the day of this recording. Yeah, so when I'm too Ah damn Fuck I Fuck you, I told you God third rest of the way. I'll kill you right now. I'll kill you too. Kill you. <laughs> but Venom 2 trailer. <laughs> what's your uh, first question? Because uh, I always tell you first reaction. What's your what are your thoughts on Carn? Oh, Carnage. Hey, did you still hit puberty or <laughs> still working through it? I'll kill you, dog. <laughs> um, I think from the end credit right or post credit scene for Venom One. Mm-hmm. Um. What was his name? Woody Harrelson had the curly red hair, mm-hmm. which is kind of comic book accurate, but right. I'm not mistaken. It wasn't that curly, but it was curly. It was curly as a motherfucker. What are you talking about? No, it wasn't super curly. Yeah, was. oh, the, the, the wave that they gave Woody Harrelson was... Eh. Okay, anyways, uh, I think some fans didn't like it, and so they they fixed it mm-hmm. in the trailer. They gave him a haircut, fresh cut. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and uh I think I, everyone's looking for the spider on Venom. Yeah. That's, that's what we all want. But if they do that, it's confirming Spider-Man in the universe. Which we are not going to go into today, but... Andy Serkis said that there are they are in... Or they don't know that Spider-Man exists in their, their universe. Their, which yeah. is just like kind of confusing. But I just want... Oh, you know what? F- fuck that. We'll talk about that later. Carnage. They showed a sneak peek of him twice. Uh-huh. One with that little fucking Leonardo da Vinci type bullshit. <laughs> At the church or whatever? Yeah. And then two, when he's like going crazy with yeah. the transformation. Oh, the transformation looked cool as hell. And the director was like saying, damn, bro, when we were directing this like this scene, this shit looked real as hell. Like, it's like, shit, that creeped me out a bit. I, what, do you think they'll go with the R rating or they'll just stick with PG-13 to drive, you know, fans into Man, the... fucking made that shit R rating, bro. You, you think that's a good move by Sony, though? Yes. Well, I mean, you have, see, do you want my opinion or do you want to change my opinion? What do you want? What do you want? I want R rating. Fuck the little kids. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I think the R. So, your what are your expectations for this? Do you think it will like? Oh, do you think it'll surpass like Venom One, or will it like just open the door to like new possibilities? Oh, you know what? I'm gonna be kind of risky here. I think it will pass Venom Two. The Venom only one, thing. One. I mean, Venom One, yeah, actually. The only thing that will piss me off is if Carnage is not the main villain because they have Toxin, who's the the police dude, mm-hmm. and he, his and character the, is Toxin. And Shriek. Yeah, well, they're going to be like minor fucking villains. Oh, my God. You got to give them the prize, bro. It's like Spider-Man 3 all over again, except with Venom. Yeah, because so what you're saying is like super confusing because Michael Keaton's Vulture showed up in Morbius, which is, you know, Morbius is an... It's in its yeah, own. Morbius? Yeah. Well, like, facts, yeah facts. It, it supposedly it's in its own universe. So now these guys are also in like the same universe, but they're not com- connected to the MCU. So like there was an Avengers newspaper thing in the yeah, too. Yeah, so that. that one, that when I saw Avengers, I'm like, okay, Tony, you don't have the rights to those motherfuckers. You better chill out. So what do you think? Like you, you still sticking on like it opens a possibility to a whole bunch of yes, I definitely do see it becoming like a bigger franchise. Like, if Marvel and Sony can get their shit together and give the fans what they want, don't know. I agree. I agree. But I do think Venom 2 will lead us on a cliffhanger that is going to piss a lot of people off. Rightfully so. But it's good because, you know, we're getting out of the pandemic. So, like, all these good movies, these hit movies that were supposed to come out in 2020, they're all going to be just fucking coming out. Do I? I and I like that Spir- Spiral was only in theaters. So, I mean, that's going to be freaking... Man of Wraith is out, which I will see. Also, The Forever Purge. Oh, my gosh. Finally, some freaking Mexicans. Let's go. A lot of people didn't like that. Not, oh, not because up. not because it was a Mexican, but it's just it, they think it's a shittier Purge movie than the, the other ones they produced. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they're kind of running out of ideas. How, how much longer well, this can is, you go? I, this is like the last one, apparently, according to them. Well, they had a TV show, too, right? Yeah, the TV show was pretty good. But like it was, I don't think it would be connected to that same universe, or like it wouldn't be like you know continuous. Um, I'm still, I'm still mad that Frank Grillo isn't part of like the franchise anymore, which kind of sucks. Yeah, well, I mean he played his part, so whatever. But he is back on the big screen now. Yes, with I forgot what movie. Oh, uh, him and his bodyguard, right? Mm, no, 
It is with uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Though. Oh, it was like... What? No, I think it was a Hitman's Bodyguard. I don't think so. Yep, just confirmed. It is the the sequel to 2017 of Hitman's Bodyguard, which is now titled A Wife's Hitman's Bodyguard. So yeah, these, I I'm mean, so I'm so happy for. I've been wanting him to come back to the big screen because he's just been doing like indie movies, like independent movies. He he had that one movie in, on Hulu. I forgot what it's called, but like that was like a video game type of thing. Oh, boss level. Boss level, yeah, dude, that movie was great. Really, Mel Gibson was in it. Yeah, it was okay. a good movie. The last movie I saw, like with like big uh, actors, it was him and Bruce Willis. It's about like uh like a kidnapping of his family, um. But it wasn't, like, a super big project. And that was, like, I think that was in a 2017 film, which wasn't uh, even I a was big... I was going to say Captain America. I think, well, I think Captain America was, like, his last thing, but... I'm so... I'm, I'm happy he's, like, one of, like... It's like him like, and Scott Atticus, bro, to do fucking indie movies. Yeah, but I'm, like, I'm I'm happy he's back on, like, big screen, and hopefully, you know, he'll have bigger roles, I guess. Yeah, but he's getting older, so we'll see. But anyways, guys, that concludes this week's episode of The Gentleman's Hour. And we are going to be back with the weekly episodes. Yes, sir. So thank you so much. We appreciate you guys. It was a stressful, chaotic week. Thanks to my man. But, uh, you know. So thanks, everyone, very much. Again, we really appreciate you guys and support. Um, So, yeah, this has been your boy Emmanuel alongside me, as always. Your boy DC. Y'all already know how we sign off.